0: Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, West. you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio, talk, radio. Show, talk Show.
1: All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use. No doubt starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for November the 10th. In the year of our Lord, 2022, this is our one of two. And our goal always, to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country, to do so on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution of the United States of America. We're also convinced the checks and balances Brilliantly put in place by the Founding Fathers. What are the peaceful solutions we have at our fingertips? And as you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. As you know, yesterday we did election breakdown. Alex Newman was with us, incredible speaker. We also had Larry Pratt with us. We also had Richard Mack with us. Man, uh, uh, Red Wave, not. Should journalists ever be forced to disclose the identity of their sources? For the most part, we think clearly the answer is no. We talked about Florida fighting back against the general government's or Biden's election monitors, saying it's against the law for them to be there in the first place. No other states had the guts to fight back about that at all. Only about 50% of Christians in America are registered to vote, and only about 50% of those people actually go to the polls and vote on any given election. So that means 75% of Christians simply check out of the game. Only 25% vote. What a sad tale to tell. No wonder we're in the trouble we're in. We also talked about listener. Blaze emailed this statement in relation to the massive slacking the Republicans took. It's hard to free fools from the chains they revere. Amen to that reality check. We talked about Senator Mike Lee won in Utah. That's a bit of good news. DeSantis and Rubio wins. That's good news in some ways. Donald uh, literally attacked Ron DeSantis. On one hand, he said he voted for him. On the other hand, he's calling him uh, Ron DeSynchdemonious or whatever it is. Uh, And now Trump threatens to reveal unflattering information about DeSantis, says, I know more about DeSantis than anybody, not counting his wife. Um, I don't understand the value in what Donald Trump is doing at all. Uh, In my opinion, Donald Trump is absolutely melting down before our very eyes. We'll get into that. Sadly, uh, Mr. Brown beat Michael Perutka for attorney general for the state of Maryland. Another absolutely horrible piece of news. The Republicans are in shock. Well, the deep state, not. But the mainstream Republicans, not. The conservatives, absolutely. Just hours after the polls opened, tabulation problems all over the country. In Arizona, in New Jersey, delays in Houston prompting questions. (laughs) Now the deep state trying to normalize this idea that, oh, there'll be delays. You just got to wait and be patient. We don't want to disenfranchise anybody. We want to wait until every vote's counted. But in that delay, in that silence, in that radio silence, is there fraud? The answer is yes. Now some are saying that the Republicans are on verge of winning the House majority and uh, that Nancy Pelosi will probably not be Speaker of the House. But the more we talk, the more that's in question. McCarthy announced GOP victory in the House. The problem with that issue is it's still not even really decided. McCarthy jumped the gun and peddled fake news. Will Democrats lose the Senate? Time will tell. But the battle's on and we can't even confirm what the heck is up. That was hour one. We continued in hour two with James Edwards. We talked about while the blue gets blue or the red gets red or the states are having a greater divide than ever before. We talked about these co-hosts. Uh, I guess this one lady uh, basically on the panel said she filled out her son's absentee ballot. I guess that's not criminal in some states. Sarah Huckabee Sanders won. That's not really a big surprise. Catherine Engelbrecht joined us with True the Vote, doing a great job. And she highlighted the fact that, you know what, disinformation is the new term for election fraud. Yeah, <laughs> looks like the uh, Democrats uh, are blaming their losses on, quote, misinformation which is responsible for their lack of popularity we had also chris carlson jump into the mix and we talked about fetterman versus dr oz looks like a train wreck to us richard mack brought up that something's wrong in that race we completely agree but again it just goes to show they're able to commit fraud everywhere and uh, our ability to do much about it is waning as we speak that's a recap of yesterday's show Coming into today, we've learned a lot over the last 24 hours. Sheriff Max with us again. Welcome back, sir. Hey,
2: thanks, and uh, Thanks for having me this beautiful Thursday morning.
1: Well, I'm glad it went from horrible to beautiful in 24 hours for you, sir.
2: Well,
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well it's because I have hope of uh, what's going on in Arizona. So I'm, I'm still holding out for that. But I'm telling you what, if uh, my friend Mark Fincham doesn't win and Carrie Lake doesn't win and Abe Hamada doesn't win. Uh, You will not hear me say beautiful morning again for a long time.
1: All right. Speaking of dear Mr. Fincham, he's a state representative running for Arizona secretary of state and he's with us now. Welcome back, sir. Good morning. I don't know how to ask it any other way, Mark. What the heck is going on down there in the AZ, my friend?
4: Well, we have a system that uh, has been built uh, to essentially facilitate fraud. Now, p- people will say, well, you're always claiming that and you have no proof. Well, okay, let's, let's walk through that for just a moment. We have the polity, the, the people want to have results, election night. Yet we have constructed a system with election month, that is quite frankly a steaming garbage heap of an election process people can vote for 30 days and up to the friday before the election they can mail in their ballot or they can drop it off but if they miss that deadline they have to bring it to a polling center and drop it off in a special box for a mail-in ballot which by the way is the last group of ballots that's counted now the mail-in ballots Try and stick with me on this because this is this is the reason why it takes a whole week to count ballots in Arizona. The mail-in ballots are the first ballots that are counted on Tuesday morning. Now, the ballot count we know going into uh, the election day, it's the votes that are actually counted. I misspoke. It's the votes that are actually counted on those ballots on election day. And when Arizona drops its first data uh, usually between 8 and 8.30 in the evening on election day. Those are the ballots that are being counted. Well, we know from history the vast majority of those ballots are Democrats, as much as 80 percent, because they are in love with the idea of mail-in voting. There are a few Republicans, generally the, the, the older Republicans, um, they'll mail their ballots in just because that's what they've been conditioned to do. Then we have day of, which is the next group of ballots that are hopefully counted. And sometimes we're able to get through those by midnight on Election Day, Maricopa County, because it's so big. um, We can't do that. And they're in love with Machine County. I'm I'm going to stop you there for
1: a second, Mark, though, and say I don't care how big a county or a state or a general government is. If you break the county into precincts which usually are anywhere from 800 to 1,200 voters, and you have five or six vote counters, they only have about two or 300 votes at the most each to count. You can have big counties counted just as quickly as small ones if you set it up properly, sir. This is not
4: rocket science. That's that's exactly where I was going with this. But I want to lay give you the landscape of why this is a problem before I go to the solution. So then you also have the early votes that were turned in at the polls and we've we've had a problem here in arizona people went to vote and you know we've been told for quite some time that we've got to use um, voting machine or tabulation machines dominion specifically because we've got to have an accurate count and and that's the only way we can do that yet up an anthem early in the morning we have an elections official explaining to everybody well the two tabulation machines that we have one of them's down and not working the other one is only tabulating 75 percent of the ballots so there's going to be a delay okay so let's revisit the claim by the maricopa county board of supervisors that these are accurate they're fully operational everything's good to go we're going to have the, the best election ever no that's not the case now the solution back to your point sir we were told that we needed to consolidate all of the precincts into voting centers to make it more convenient for voters. I've got story after story after story of people that had to go to three different voting centers so that they could actually vote because either the equipment wasn't working, the on demand printing system for ballots wasn't working because it didn't have enough ink. I mean, these are things that were called yeah, out. Yeah, and here's, three here's weeks what happened ago. to me.
1: Normally, we used to go to a school right by my house. The lines were tiny because it was just broken exactly. up in these precincts. So I used to go to a school. Now I have to drive triple as far. I have to go down to the library. And there's no place to park, first mm-hmm. of all, because there's too many right. people. Secondly, uh, yeah, please skip the break, Cameron. Secondly, the uh, issue, in addition to having a driveway for also not finding a place to park, now the lines are long. I had to stand in line for like 45 minutes or whatever else. So exactly. Th- none of this so makes any sense. Claim- Everything we're doing is uh, exacerbating the problem, and they know it and we see it. But you bring it up and they call you a terrorist.
4: Well, let's reexamine this claim that it's more convenient. It's more convenient for who? Not for the voters. <laughs> It's more convenient for government officials, certainly. So this is exactly what was predicted, that it would turn out to be a – I don't know if I can say crap show over the air, but that's what this has turned into. And frankly, it is malmanagement, maladministration, misfeasance, malfeasance. These people have created a total joke of an election system. And we have got people, many people, who have been disenfranchised because of their mismanagement. Now, I have a really hard time believing that so many Republicans stayed home, air quotes. We know for a fact that many of the people who went to the polls on Election Day are Republicans. And they were turned away because their vote could not be processed. That That is criminal that is the abandonment of government's constitutional responsibility in arizona in our constitution it says the purpose of government is to ensure the civil rights of the people and that's exactly what they have interfered with stephen richard maricopa county board of supervisors that's what you have engaged in it's shameful it's disgusting
5: so I got a question um, to for Sarah
4: Richard
1: Mack, and then a question for uh, Mark. Has America, has the United States, now become third world status? Look, we uh, if if these kind of shenanigans, voting wise, and election questions and inability to count votes and declare a winner in a reasonable amount of time etc etc you know we've been having this go on since the hanging chad days of 2000 this is 20 plus years in the making and every time they tell us they've got this fixed it just gets worse every single time it used to be in a couple of counties now it's all over the country every single uh, you know election seems to go to lawsuits and court cases and you know allegations and uh, confusion have we just devolved into third world status sheriff mac is that where we are now because look if other nations had those problems would be wanting to internationally enter their country to to quote save them from themselves
2: right yeah the the united nations would be infiltrating to uh, straighten out their uh, election fraud problems yeah it, it is and and just to be just to clarify uh mark mentioned steven Richer. That is the Maricopa County recorder who is in charge of elections, uh, with whom uh, Randy Miller, our CSPA director for Arizona, and I met with him and, and uh, did a tour of their entire facility. And he said one thing that really bothered me. He, he is uh, totally swallowing and drinking the Kool-Aid from the mainstream, and that is he thinks – he told us machines are more accurate uh and and better at counting than hand counting and and i said no no you no you can't you can't be serious uh hand counting where two or three different people are involved both sides of the aisle is better and the thing of it is machines guarantee fraud they guarantee the possibility of fraud. Not that they're always fraudulent, but they guarantee the possibility, the probability even, of fraud. So uh, I, I definitely believe that we are a laughingstock because we appear to be that way, that we're, we're a third-world state that cannot keep up with the rest of the nation or even the world uh, in doing this. And I, the reason I say world is because France and other countries hand count. And there doesn't really seem to be a problem with that. And I don't I don't even care if hand count takes a couple of days. Uh, I don't care if it takes a, a couple of uh, weeks, as long as we have accurate voting, and it's the same with every state. But now Arizona is the laughingstock of the country, and, and maybe Nevada a little bit too, that we can't work this election. And, Mark, I have one big question for you because you and I have talked about yeah, this. Yeah, let him finish day. my
1: question first, though. Mark, is okay, the U.S. Yes, now
2: third-world status?
4: I think we have descended into third-world status. And and here's one of the things that I have grave concern about, and you brought this up in your opening remarks. If we have Adrian Fontes, number two in line to be the governor, and Carrie Lake prevails, that means that we have a cartel lawyer about to assume responsibility for the state of Arizona. What could possibly go wrong with that? (laughs) I am am so fearful. (laughs) I am so fearful for Carrie Lake's life. If that happens, because she has let the cartels know, I'm coming after you and fire's coming with me. So I I think that what has happened here is the power cartel establishment Republicans and establishment Democrats truly want the people to sit down and shut up. There are some anomalies within the voting. It just appears from the early start. And I I don't know how to explain some of what we've seen statistically, but it looks like there are votes that were injected into the system at the very beginning before tabulation. Um, there, I have a really hard time believing, and I'm waiting to see what we are going to go through today and tomorrow with um, what we believe is going to be exceptionally heavy Republican votes. Um, but to go back to the question of are we in third world status? Well, they spent $7 million against me. George Soros and the Open Borders crowd. million against a guy who has got one thing on his mind, and that's to hold people accountable to just follow the law. Really. And you've got 900,000 Arizonans who voted for a criminal cartel lawyer to run their elections.
1: Yeah, but only because Apparently, they don't realize that that's the truth, though. Fake news has prevented them from knowing that's the facts. If that had been declared exactly. wide as a fact, that never would have occurred. So it's a little bit hard to blame the American people, but your point is spot on, Mark.
4: Well, they haven't done their due diligence, but that is the sheeple that we have um, that, quite frankly, that's what happens in a third-world country. People eat, consume what they're fed as opposed to doing their own due diligence. So I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still confident that we will win because of the number of votes that have to be counted yet. I believe that it's going to be somewhere between 64 and 80% Republican that vote for Carrie Lake, Mark Fincham Abe Abe Hamaday. Um, But there are some discrepancies that just discrepancies that just cannot be explained. Um, I, I think that Arizona voters are smart enough to understand that if you're going to vote for a Republican governor, that you should be voting for uh, a Republican secretary of state because that's the number two job in the entire state. So the fact that Kerry Lake is down a few thousand and I'm down 87,000, something's terribly wrong with that equation. Sheriff? Yeah, well. Mark, I I would have to
2: say, as many times as we've talked about this, and you running on this, uh, the dangers of of continuing to do the same thing over and over and expect something different, don't you feel like uh, big time that you want to tell everybody now, I told you so? Because it's happening just as you and Carrie uh, predicted. But mm-hmm. it would be of, – of course, uh, you want to tell everybody, I told you so. I told you this during the campaign, and instead you swallowed the Kool-Aid of the, these really big people that came out against you that joined with your opponent, Fontes. And I guess the biggest one that comes to mind is uh, Rick Romley, who uh, I worked with
4: when I was sheriff. Yeah, they even mocked,
1: peered, and and laughed, Sheriff, to make your point.
4: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I've never even spoken. I've never even spoken to Rick Romley. He did not do me the courtesy of a phone call or an interview or a discussion. Not a word. But then we've got people like Bo Lane, Liz Cheney, um, Alex whatever the heck his name, Kanusich or whatever. We've got people who... Quite frankly, I'm starting to look at the develop, land development community and starting yeah. to ask some questions. Um, wow. So could it be that there is a vested interest in being able to control the governor's office? Interesting. Yeah. It's a question to ask, but um, well, I'm,
3: I'm very disturbed. I, I thought
4: Liz individual... was a joke.
2: I, I thought she was a joke. Well, she is. Uh, and I think she, she still is. is. She comes into Arizona and campaigns against you and Kerry. If I lived in Arizona, I would definitely vote for the Democrats. What she's saying is I will vote and support abortionists. I will support abortion. I will support gun control. Uh, I will support uh, open borders. And so she is so ate up with revenge against Trump that she can't even Well, she's a
4: warmonger. She's a warmonger, well, he and her and her family have been making billions of dollars, millions of dollars off of war, ever since she was a child. Dick Cheney yeah. is a, an, another disgusting embarrassment. That's in yeah. the Karl Rove yeah. crowd. So, you know, I'm I think that we are truly at a national crossroads here. That um, it's rather stunning to see the people vote contrary to their financial interest. Uh, that's what just blows my mind. You've got 900,000 people. Or their safety, or their own. Just look at the gas pump. Look at their groceries. They vote against their interests because these are Democrat programs that have undercut their ability for housing, for work, for food. I'm mystified that individuals would continue to go down that path.
1: Unless, well, of course, the it's, real it's, question, here's what the real question,
4: Everything for them.
1: here's what the real question is for uh, Mr. Fincham and for Sheriff Mack. You know, did the people really vote the way the mainstream's claiming? What the mainstream claims now is, hey, the Republicans got a shellacking, Donald Trump was made a fool of, Donald Trump's candidates are worthless, Donald's on the ropes, Donald better, even conservatives, Donald better delay his election announcement. Uh, the uh, abortionists came out in droves and they back abortion regardless of the derelict in their duty. Supreme Court for overturning it. Americans love Democrats. They love the socialist communist agenda. Americans uh, absolutely doubled down, shut down the red wave because it was bogus with a bunch of election deniers, a bunch of psychotic crazies that uh, believe America should be first, etc. They go on and on. And so the Democrats literally took the world by storm. Now, that's the mainstream press narrative. And either you believe that is the truth, because the voters endorsed that, or you say somehow they've committed election fraud on the most massive scale they have ever committed, betraying the voters. So you and I say we voted for conservatives, we voted for constitutionalists, we voted for uh, protecting the borders, we voted for pro-life, we voted for uh, the economy, we voted for either you believe we did or we didn't and you believe the mainstream press is telling the truth or not, and you believe there's election fraud or there's not, there's no middle ground anymore because of the way they've painted and pitched this. So the real question is, what's the truth? And I'll give you an example to prove the point. You ready? Is the U.S. now third world status? Well, it turns out the charges just got dropped against Conex executive, Eugene Yu. I'll give you the details in seconds on your radio.
0: Your daily Liberty Newswire. You're listening to Liberty News Radio.
6: USA Radio News with Lance Pride. The Consumer Price Index continues to rise. In Thursday's report, it edged up four-tenths of a percent in October. The slight increase is good news for the stock markets. The bad news, grocery store prices year-to-year are more expensive by 12.5%. Fuel oil to heat your home is up 69%. Natural gas is up 20%, and electricity is 14% more expensive year-to-year. Orlando International Airport and theme parks in Florida were halting operations Wednesday because of inclement weather, and all about 2,000 flights were canceled as former Hurricane 1 Nicole hit the eastern coast of Florida about 3 a.m. near Vero Beach and is weakening. Governor Ron DeSantis.
7: It will move through the state, exit into the Gulf of Mexico, and then make landfall again somewhere in the Big Bend region in North Florida. The combined winds and storm surge will contribute to continued beach erosion in areas that have already seen erosion from Hurricane Ian.
6: Republicans were getting closer to securing a majority in the U.S. House of Representatives early on Thursday, while control of the Senate hung in the balance two days after the midterm elections. Republicans had captured at least 210 seats. 218 are needed for a majority. The Senate makeup is being delayed by slow progress in Arizona and Nevada. Georgia will have a runoff in their senatorial race in early December. Elon Musk said in a tweet on Wednesday that he killed the new official label for Twitter accounts on the same day that it began to roll out. Elon also said, please note that Twitter will do lots of dumb things in the coming months. We will keep what works and change what doesn't, End quote. There's been confusion about the difference between the label and Twitter's current blue checkmark that signifies verified accounts. USA Radio News. Paid for by government.com. The 1878 to 1921 Morgan Silver Dollar, a
8: true American classic and one of the most iconic silver dollar coins in history. It's been 100 years since the last Morgan Silver Dollar coin was struck for circulation. And now, for a limited time only, full pound bags of original U.S. government-struck Morgan dollars are being released to the public. That's right. You can own a full pound of 1878 to 1921 classic American Morgan Silver Dollar coins, all in very good collector condition with fully visible dates and mint marks. Guaranteed. Call 1-800-473-1745 now to secure collector-grade U.S. Morgan Silver Dollars by the pound, struck during the Wild West and the Gilded Age, plus receive a bonus American Collectors Pack, valued at over $25, free with every order. Call 1-800-473-1745 now to secure your full pound bag of Morgan Silver Dollar coins before they are gone. 1-800-473-1745. That's 1-800-473-1745.
0: Promoting God, family, and country. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Radio.
1: All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, Mark Fincham. Votefincham.com for his website and the good sheriff. Yours truly in the roundtable. McCarthy peddles fake news. (laughs) Declares for speaker before GOP has even assured a majority, folks. What do you think of that? I'm not comfortable with that. I don't know what McCarthy's doing or talking about. Now, is the U.S. third world status is the question we're asking ourselves. Look, you either believe that the Republicans did not show up at all at the polls or that they voted for socialism and and, and, and tyranny because, look, that's what really won. The red wave was flat out shut down. Now, is it shut down because the people really believe in the blue, the Democrat ideologies, the socialist, the communist agendas, like the mainstream press wants you to believe? Joe Biden taking a victory lap, they claim. Donald Trump on the ropes, they claim. Do you believe that narrative from your mainstream lying press? Uh, And do you believe there was election fraud? Or do you believe that that's really the way the American people feel? You see, I don't believe that's the way the American people feel or believe or voted at all. I believe the biggest vote fraud of all has taken place. What they used is this lie of delay. Let's take the the media out of it. Let's not announce early. Let's go into a delay mode, like we did the uh, in 2020. In 2020, we had to panic delay, so we shut everything down, told everybody to go to sleep, and we would have results in the morning. This time, they just delayed it to make sure they had the fraud in place, where you can't prove it after the fact. There now, and now what? So I don't believe that's what the American people think at all. And let me kind of prove this point right after the election. Now here's the deal: charges dropped against. Election software executive Eugene Yu turns out the district attorney's office did not clarify whether the company had, in fact, stored data in China. It was also not clear if further charges would be filed against them, but the current charges are dropped, and they say the reason why is because the people submitting the information are too biased, so we got to drop the case. Now, here's what's interesting. Listen carefully. And here's why I know the mainstream press is lying to you. They're very good at lying. They don't flat out lie. They are just they just have nuanced lies that deceive the people. Okay? It's half-truths. So listen to this point that I'm making now. True the Vote said that its team had found and downloaded Connex poll data from servers in China. All right? So let's be very clear. True the Vote said they downloaded information from the communist Chinese servers. But then they say in the mainstream press, but through the vote, supplied no evidence that it downloaded the data, but said that it provided the, a hard drive of the data to the FBI. Now let me ask you a question, Sheriff Mack. How do you say I gave no evidence if I told you I gave the, a, a hard drive to the
2: FBI? <laughs> No. Ridiculous. Mark's former law enforcement, too. He, he, no, that, this, is, this is really absurd. This is no way. Uh, I dropped charges so I can file some later. That's happened before, but extremely rare. That's extremely rare. If, if yep. the DA did not have his uh, ducks in a row before they arrested uh, Professor Yu, uh, then something's way wrong with that. And then you drop well, charges so, and say, well, we got So the here's bias. the question though.
1: Here's the question. If you're in the media, you're the New York Times, and I'm Greg Phillips, and I say I downloaded the evidence from a communist Chinese server, and then I tell you, listen, I, I turned over the hard drive to the, the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Now if you're yeah. the New York Times, do you just say I didn't do you just say in your news article I didn't provide any evidence? Or do you go and confirm with the FBI if I really gave that hard drive or not? What do you do if you're the New York Times? Do you just lie and say, I provided no evidence? Because it's easy to prove either I gave a hard drive to the FBI or not. And the, the, the FBI needs to go on record of, yes, they gave us a hard drive, or no, they did not. Okay, this is not debatable. This is not fuzzy math. This is not, okay, you need to ask the FBI, New York Times, do your due diligence. Did Greg Phillips, Catherine Engelbrecht, truth About give you a hard drive full of that data or not? That's number one. Number two, was the data stored on communist Chinese servers? Yes or no. Okay, but in this article, they literally say they dismissed this case. They say, um, true, the vote provided no evidence, and everything's dismissed. Well, how convenient after the big vote fraud, Mark. It doesn't make any sense.
2: You still there, Mark? What
4: did they say? Yeah, I'm here. Uh, Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, you're on now. Go ahead. Okay. Okay, so the FBI is compromised. You can't trust a word they say. Second of all, if they have an investigation ongoing, they're not going to tell you whether or not uh, Greg and Catherine gave them anything uh, because that would be a violation basically of an investigative process. But I will tell you— Okay, that's fine. Hold on.
1: Hold on, Mark. Hold on. That's fine if you want to take that route. Now, I think they can confirm if Greg told the truth or not. However— Even if you say, Greg, you can't find out from the FBI because they won't compromise the investigation, you can't say without evidence. If I say that I gave you something and you say I can't confirm if you did or not, Sam, because it's an investigation, you've got to assume I did what I said I did unless you have proof that I didn't. Don't say there's no evidence when I tell you there's a hard drive I gave your government, and then you say there's
4: no proof. There's no evidence. That is
1: absolutely
4: psychotic. Go ahead, sir. So here's the, uh, here's the other piece of that. Greg actually identified the IP addresses of where the... And with that, you can identify the exact computer and you can figure out where that computer is sitting. Now, I have a really hard time believing that this case is going to go away permanently. I mean, think about what they did at the LA District Attorney's Office. And it wasn't the LADA, it was some... It was a lower level uh, district attorney assistant district attorney to file the charges. Is it, is it plausible that they're trying to get their ducks in a row for a different charge? Perhaps. Is it possible that the U S state department stepped in and said, um, you're going after an international organization. That is the responsibility of the U S department of justice, not a county prosecutor. Could they have big footed him? Sure. Um, you know, and this this administration has a habit of covering for the Chinese Communist Party. In fact, it's very clear that they are in cahoots by everything that they're doing. So am I surprised by this? No. Does it mean that there's no charge to be had? Well, that doesn't mean it, it doesn't mean that at all. So, um, and by the way, keep in mind that um, Greg and Catherine told the FBI about this a year ago, told the Arizona Attorney General about this stuff a year ago. And now all of a sudden, in the midst of the election, this is what's going on. Unbelievable. Sheriff Absolutely Mack? unbelievable.
1: I guess we lost Sheriff Mack. All right, we'll try to get yeah, Sheriff Mack back. Oh, go yeah, ahead, Yeah, I do
2: uh, yeah, Mark's absolutely correct on uh, every, every, every bit of that. And just so everybody understands, Eugene Yu worked for a company called Conic, uh, and he, we were told uh, at the uh, July 12th uh, CSPA press, press conference in Las Vegas that Mark attended, we had a one-on-one meeting with the five or six sheriffs that were there, and uh, Sam and me and Catherine and Greg, and they laid out all of this about you and Conic, and uh, we were sworn to secrecy until this arrest happened, and then we said, "Hey, this is exactly what True the Vote had laid out and said." You know, because I po- I posed the question, "Who's in charge of all of this nationwide voter fraud?" and they said, "China." And then they tell, told us about you, and uh, that's why you, <laughs> his name, and uh, Connick. And now a DA in Los Angeles makes the arrest of Mr. Yu because of this exact fraud that was explained to us on July 13th in Las Vegas. And so here it goes. Now, now comes the backpedaling and the changing. And uh, oh, Connick wants to sue True the Vote. To be honest, I hope they do, because then True the Vote gets to expose all the evidence. And what I pray has happened that they can that they have another uh, copy of all that uh, evidence, another uh, hard drive or whatever that still has all the evidence, and that they did not give the only piece of it to yeah, the. Amen FBI. To that.
1: But here's the next question: If they dismiss this against Eugene, Yu... Um, Then the only investigative action at this point in my mind is the lawsuit against Greg and Catherine. So now the lawsuit against Greg and Catherine is being used to bottle up the information, prevent we the people from knowing whether Greg and Catherine really gave a hard drive to the FBI or not. Meanwhile, the mainstream press lies and says there's no evidence. Wait a minute. Yeah. Greg said that they gave it to the FBI, either it's true or not. And if you're going to say because it's under investigation, we can't tell you. Now that Eugene Yu suing is giving him protection, where well, the mainstream press can now go out and use that as their lie. Quick pause on Liberty Roundtable Live in seconds. We come back.
9: As you all know, Roe versus Wade has resulted in some of the most permissive abortion laws anywhere in the world. For example, in the United States... It's one of only seven countries to allow elective late-term abortions, along with China, North Korea, and others. Right now, in a number of states, the laws allow a baby to be born from his or her mother's womb in the ninth month. It is wrong. It has to change. Americans are more and more pro-life. You see that all the time. In fact, only 12% of Americans support abortion on demand at any time. Under my administration, we will always defend the very first right in the Declaration of Independence, and that is the right to life.
0: Begging politicians, bureaucrats, and educrats, and all do-gooders to please obey the supreme law of the land, the Constitution. This is Liberty Roundtable.
1: All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Bushman on your radio. Sorry, I'm just getting too fired up. I just can't take it right now. Sheriff Richard Mack with me. Mark Fincham with me. Uh, he still um, has a great chance to win. Time will tell. How much vote fraud can they really commit? Mark Fincham, or Votefincham.com is his website. We're talking about fake news everywhere. We're talking about Kevin, Kevin McCarthy literally makes it sound like he's the Speaker of the House when he jumped the gun. And we don't even have uh, for sure control of the House by the Republicans yet. Uh, it really makes you wonder if the U.S. is in third world status now. I mean, it's insane. And now charges dropped against election software uh, executive, um, Mr. Eugene Yu, uh, the New York Times. Uh, They basically didn't clarify whether the company had, in fact, stored data in China. They didn't say whether there's more charges against uh, Yu. Uh, Truth About basically said that its team turned over a hard drive of information, but the mainstream press saying they didn't provide any evidence. Now, like I said, the investigation, if there is one still, it would be because Eugene sued Catherine and Greg. Now that's being used to protect Eugene Yu and used to say we can't even confirm uh, if Greg and Catherine are telling the truth. Uh, Sheriff, this is where the justice system just flat out runs off the rails.
2: Yeah, and it goes back to what Mark was saying. The DA, no way he makes this big of an arrest without evidence. And now they're basically saying, yeah, he had no evidence, so he had to drop the charges. That's absolute balderdash. That, th- there's no way the Los Angeles District Attorney's Office makes that arrest, and he has nothing. So somebody has gotten to him. I don't know if it was the DOJ or if it was DO China. Uh, somebody has gotten to this guy and uh, called for this change because, first of all, the DA is acting like, uh, well, of course there's voter fraud, you know. So that arrest pretty much endorsed from the mainstream that there is election fraud n- nationwide, not just in L.A., because this th- this arrest uh, – this guy's from Michigan and uh, – well, and China. And so this whole thing, there's no way the DA made that arrest without evidence. And And now the mainstream press, of course, oh, well, there's no evidence. Because, true, the vote's bogus, and uh, couldn't have done that. Yeah.
4: No way. No. Sorry.
1: Mark, you so, want to add to that? Then I want to turn to Donald Trump before the end of the hour. <laughs>
4: um, I, I, I'm going to just go back to my original statement. I mean, the as a law enforcement officer, a seasoned criminal investigator, when you go to um, a, a, a prosecution, you do not enter that lightly because you – When you step into that arena, you are about to ruin somebody's life. Whether you're successful or not, you are about to ruin their life. So you damn well better be right when you start issuing arrest warrants and you start issuing um, search warrants and seizing property. You better have your facts straight. And if you don't, shame on you. You should be you should be drummed out of the profession. So I'm, I'm not believing that they don't have evidence, um, and I will tell you that uh, I know Greg Phillips personally. He ain't no babe in the woods, and this guy has got backup and backup and backup. Um, so I, I, this is what happens when you go against the machine of um, corrupt bureaucracy that is fueled by corrupt political figures. This is what happens. Amen to
1: that. All right. Here's the next question that directly relates. Sheriff Mack first, then Mark Fincham. Did Obama spank Trump?
2: <laughs> Did Obama spank Trump? Yeah.
1: Because no, everywhere, Obama, everywhere Obama went to back the candidates, the candidates won. And uh, the big red wave was stopped, and they say Biden, derelict Biden didn't do it. It had to be uh, Obama. So now the idea is, uh, you know, Obama... Uh, looking great, Trump looking not so hot. Trump reportedly uh, livid after his candidates store, or experienced a stinging loss, and now he's screaming at everyone and kind of melting down. Uh, even Kaylee McEnany or whatever, the former press secretary for the Donald, who was absolutely a uh, super Donald supporter, says, hey, maybe uh, Donald should wait for his 2024 announcement till after the Georgia runoff. Um, Right now, because of this election fraud in my mind, the greatest election fraud we've ever seen, and I'm the only one saying that blatantly right now, as bold as I am, everybody else still scrambling for thought process on this. But I'm just telling you right now, this is not the will of the American people. This is vote fraud at every level. Then uh, commit the vote fraud, uh, dismiss the case against Eugene Youp, say we're all psychotic and crazy, Donald's on the ropes. That's the mainstream press narrative now. But it's not the truth of how we the people feel and or voted. Uh, but nevertheless, um, now they're saying Obama rocked and Donald's on the ropes, you know. And now instead of Donald talking about election fraud, instead of Donald supporting the CSPOA and doing something about it, Donald's just running around his rubber room. Uh, he didn't spend any money to support the candidates or anything. <laughs> and well, now you kind of go, what the heck?
4: I, I, Mark, first of all, hold on. Mark, I can Mark. tell you that is not true. President Trump spent a lot of money on supporting candidates. I I received quite a bit of money for my campaign um, through a couple of different packs. I mean, I wasn't able to coordinate with them, but I know for a fact that money was given to those packs that benefited me. So to make that claim, but, it's just, but hold on, fault. hold on.
1: Do we know Donald gave that money?
4: I'm not at Liberty to discuss the conversation <laughs> that I had at a personal level with president Trump.
1: All right. Fair enough. This is other my
4: question. You're, you're, your question did barack obama spank donald trump i think that we have yet to see all of the results and to i think your your theory of was there election fraud that's got to be proven but were there significant irregularities around the country oh yeah there's a whole lot that cannot be explained what i find interesting is when the media starts making a statement you can, you can take it to the bank, look at the opposite, because it's not – whatever they're saying, the opposite is true. Absolutely, yeah.
2: Well, and it, it bears repeating. Uh, Mark Fincham knows Donald Trump very well, and I was going to suggest one thing that I hope that you will share with him. He should not be going after DeSantis in any way. He should not be criticizing him, making fun of him, calling him de sanctimonious, any of that. Because it's obvious DeSantis is a very popular he, – he won bigger than anybody in the country of all these races. And, and I think he's a good man. And I, I would love to see a, a Trump-DeSantis team. But I and, – and Mark, you know I support Trump. But I will – uh, have a hard time with him if he keeps going after DeSantis. And I think he needs um, to know I, that a I, lot I, of people feel that way.
4: I agree. I think the, the best thing that we can do right now is come together as um, the Republican party and not pay attention to things that are outside of the immediate. Yeah, well, I agree. And and,
2: and DeSantis is someone He's going to need on his side, whether DeSantis runs this uh, time or he not. Wants to win Florida. If he wants to win Florida, <laughs> he will.
4: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So,
2: well, in, I don't. Anyway. I don't see
1: the value in in the rift between DeSantis and Donald Trump. I don't see any value in that no. at all. No. Yeah.
4: But
2: yeah, as far as, well,
4: as far gentlemen, as, I'm gonna. I'm going to have to yeah, go, Mark. but uh, I thank you for the opportunity to have the, the interview and have this discussion because it's important.
2: Well, th- thank you, Mark, very, very much for what you've tried to do. Thank you for running. Uh, I donated to your campaign, uh, and uh, I am telling you, uh, your race was personally uh, the most important to me. Carries uh, is right there, yes, with you. Your your position is the, the lieutenant governor of the state, your position is in charge of the elections, and you warned the state about this, and it's now unfolding right in front of them. Thank you for b- being big enough to do all of this, and and uh, I will keep saying, uh, we told you so, uh, on your behalf. But thank you for your time today. Sure. Uh, we we love absolutely love you and love what you're trying to do and what you've stood for. Uh, you fought the good fight. I still pray that you win, uh, and and God bless you and, and your family. And, and, yeah,
1: our uh, prayers thanks. are that you both win.
4: You yeah, oh, carried. boy. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you.
1: All right. Thank you, Mark. Uh, right. There he goes, yeah, Mark you Fincham, too. ladies and gentlemen. Vote Uh And there kind of becomes the debate about Donald Trump, and I know those who might have gotten money from him want to defend him until the cows come home. But I can't defend the intentional rift between Donald and and Ron. Ron's kind of being tight-lipped and not saying anything. I commend him. Uh, but in my opinion, Donald Trump is making a grave mistake on that point. Uh, we can get into the money a little bit more next hour, Sheriff Mack. Uh, but all I'm telling you is I, I don't see any value in what Trump's doing right now with that at all.
2: No. No, we said that yesterday, and I said that. And and Donald Trump, if he keeps it up, he will lose a lot of support, including me. And, and that's just it, it, politically, it's stupid and and it's just uncalled for completely uncalled for both ways and so um no uh trump trump had better reevaluate that and i know mark fincham could talk to him and let him know that um mark has his direct number and he can talk to him anytime he wants and i'm gonna i'm gonna circle back with mark on that uh To try to do that, but I'm, I'm sure Trump did it a little bit out of frustration and all that's going on. But he did it two or three days before the election, before all these uh, losses happened to the people he supported. And and I still can't believe a lot of these races. There's just no way that uh, you you can believe this. Uh, There was a uh, a black American on Fox this morning, talking about what they what they did in New York. And she said it. How can you keep voting for the same old people doing the same thing over and over and expect a different result? That is the definition of insanity. And so if the people of this country are that stupid that they would continue to do this and vote against their own welfare, vote against their own well-being and safety and their families and that of their children, that then it, it proves the brainwashing and propaganda schemes – of the democrat party and of the and of the national media they absolutely worked and it controlled this election but people have got just like mark said people have got to do their own homework and be uh, more yep. in tune voters
1: amen to that so i've done a little bit of my homework and my question for everybody is this there's campaign finance reports sheriff about how much money different people packs etc have and it turns out Trump's Save America pack at the end of uh, January, this is earlier, um, literally had $108 million. So you kind of look at all this and you say, hey, how much money really got spent? And so I'd really like to understand how much, you know, we really put into some of these races uh, because that matters a lot. And if we're going to follow anything, what we've been taught over the years is to follow the money. We'll talk about it next hour. I'm Sam Bushman, Sheriff Mack, CSPOA.org, Mark Fincham, Fincham VoteFincham.com. Yeah, VoteFincham.com. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Live. God save the republic of the United States of America.
0: Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, West. you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio, Talk, radio. Show. Talk Show.
1: All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans, Sam Bushman, live on your radio. This is the broadcast for um, <laughs> on November the 10th in the year of our Lord, 2022, two days after the uh, elections, and we still don't even know. Uh, who won and who didn't? We don't know if the Republicans even have the House or not, do we, Sheriff? What do we really know at this point?
2: We don't know that.
1: Yeah. Uh, do we know anything of real value at this point? I guess we know Mike Lee won. We well, know
2: Ron there's, DeSantis there's won. There's about 20. There's about 20. Uh, right now, 20 positions in the House where the Republicans are ahead. So to switch that at this point would be rather difficult, more than difficult. But. We need Marks to switch. He's down 4%, about 80,000 votes. And we need that to switch with just 30% of the votes still to tabulate.
1: Yeah, but I don't think that's going to happen.
2: That's that's looking bad for Mark.
1: I'm I'm not trying to be negative. I'm just saying the likelihood of that happening. When you get uh, 70% of the votes or more in, I'm not saying it can't change slightly, but 80,000 votes is a tall order.
2: No, it is. And... Like, Kerry is only down like five tenths of a point and maybe like 8,000 votes. So she yeah. can do it easily. Hamada, so that's uh, the AG candidate, uh, can do likewise because he's really close to back. He was ahead a little bit last night. So.
1: All right. So I have I a question for about. you because I'm not very smart. Ready?
2: <laughs> yeah, you are.
1: All right. Listen. I'm kind of stupid, and I'm going to prove it. They got this thing called a runoff election, okay? And I want to ask you what a runoff election is. Just follow my – take my bait here for a minute. What the heck okay. is a runoff election?
2: Um, that's in Georgia, and then there's some really convoluted thing in Alaska about the runoff.
3: Right. Well, Alaska
2: has the most unique, uh, crazy election process of any state. However, the one with involving Herschel Walker and Warlock, um, you have to in, – in Georgia, the law is, the rules for elections, the candidate must receive 50 percent plus one vote. Fifty percent of the uh, election tallies must go to him plus one more, or they require – a uh, runoff, and that's not the only state that does it. There's there's a few that do that.
1: Yeah, so, so let me understand something. Say what you said again. There's a runoff when
2: what? When fifty percent, you have to receive fifty percent plus one vote. So just yeah. one vote more than fifty percent, and then you don't have to have a runoff. Yeah, why? uh th- They require that the uh, the person that gives a vote because
4: you could yeah, literally
2: why? if you. Well, it, they they made the law. They're saying you, you, if you're going to win, then 50% of the people have to agree with it. Yeah, but why? Uh, I'm Just one of the rules the vote they split,
1: said What if the vote split by three ways?
2: Well, I know it is. It was. And,
1: I get, and I get 40, just say 40% to make things simple. 40, 40, 20. Now we got to have a runoff right. between the two 40 guys, right?
2: Right, correct.
1: But what if I have more votes than the other 40 guy and the 20 guy? I got more votes, you, you did, but I still don't win. No, so then the runoff happens, and I get less votes than the other guy, and now I lose. Right, that's election fraud, sir. You think? I know. Why is it? Ele- then, why is,
2: it, why is it that fraud?
1: Well, why don't we let me control the media for an hour, and, and then have the vote again?
2: <laughs> now, yeah, that's. And what if I
1: throw a couple people in jail in the process, and uh, Biden takes a victory lap, and Trump's got his tear in his beer, and and then I run it again, My, the other guy wins in? What yeah. I mean is it's kind of like double jeopardy, Sheriff. Talk to me about double jeopardy for a second. I'm kind of stupid.
2: What's double jeopardy, and yeah, why yeah. can't you have that? Well, that's that's for criminal matters, double jeopardy. Yeah. You can't be. You can't be – tried for the same crime twice because government if 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 they didn't get
1: me in jail the first time
2: well that's it that's the reason because if you if the government and they provide you a jury and they find you not guilty the government can't say well we'll just go get another jury and keep trying you over and over and over until finally we get a a guilty thing yeah kind of like making sure that i don't win the vote yeah i'm i'm seeing i'm seeing that but i don't think it's the purpose isn't to get rid of the person who may be one, the person, the the purpose is to make sure that fifty percent of the people agreed with the person being a. Why do we
1: have fifty percent agree?
2: Uh, because of democracy.
1: No, we don't have a democracy,
2: sir. I know, I know, but they think we do. Okay,
1: so uh, uh, we don't need fifty percent. This isn't mob rule, sir, and that's the point that I'm driving at, really. Here right. is that, number one, it creates kind of a double jeopardy situation. Let's say that a lot of people come out and vote for me the first time, but then in the runoff, people are busy, and they don't come out and vote now, and I lose. Did I really lose yeah. the election, or did I win? I had more votes, well, more votes than the two other guys, but because of the runoff and because not as many people went to the polls the second go-round, a month later, or whatever it is, then I lose. Did I win or lose?
2: Well,
1: I lost, in Warlock's,
3: huh? was in, in
2: Warlock's deal, he won by about uh, eight-tenths of a percent. And I hope he loses. Uh, he is an absolute. Well, the fact is, he won horrific.
1: Now, if you want to debate, you want to debate if it was an win. accurate account. We can do that, but if he got more votes than the other guy, he won.
2: Yeah. He 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 actually won. I I, I don't think it's um. I don't think it's a big deal. Myself. Um, How come they don't have I that don't, all over I, the place then? Because well, this is the thing. This is the thing because each state is allowed to uh, promulgate their own rules, right? And this is and there are several of those. But like like I said, but this is the thing. Back to what your point was. There's three candidates, maybe even four, because of third-party candidates. And there was in Georgia. There was three, because of the Libertarian, and and that actually happened here in Arizona too, because Mark Victor was running uh, for U.S. Senate against Masters. And Kelly, well, he dropped out of the race and supported Masters, but he was his name was still on the ballot, and he still got two percent. And Masters could have really used that. Would those people that have gone out and voted for him anyway? Maybe not, because libertarians don't like to cross over like that. Some of the diehards, the one that still voted for Mark Victor, he he still ended up with like two point two percent, but he endorsed Masters and told everybody to vote for Masters.
1: Yeah, so they, listen to this detail. They say that no, wait, George wait, 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 is very unique. Wait, wait,
2: wait. There's another point. Wait, yeah. there's another point to that. That means you could literally, if there's three of you or four of you, you could literally win the election with what you said earlier. Maybe yeah. win at 30%. 30%? That's right. And people say, no. For somebody to win on a 30%, well, no. If, if you, look, pe- at
1: many, if you look at how many – That's not look choosing – If you look at how many voters there are in the country versus how many are registered versus how many actually go vote, it's already a tiny fraction. And if that's the case, you can't let anybody win ever unless we get a, quote, 50 plus percent turnout uh, from registered or uh, from the country, not even registered voters. You'll never make that happen in any election if you want to get granular like that. But let's say this. Georgia is unique from other battleground states in that the candidate must reach a, quote, simple majority, at least 50 percent. To declare victory. Well, that's democracy pure and simple now.
3: Right.
2: No, you're right. and and uh, I, So I understand you what know,
1: you're saying, and I'm not happy with, like with a minimum minimal number of people uh, who choose candidates
2: uh, but like I don't that. Like but, it. I don't like it either way. I don't like it that, like you said earlier in the first hour, that uh, Christians don't vote. And yet we sit here with all this evil going on. And Christians are sitting on their hands at home, uh, pontificating about what what a horrible place we have to live in now, and and so but they sit home, and and I'm not so certain that all the Christians are really staunch conservative constitutional voters either. Uh, you know, m- many Christians believe in gun control. Many uh, Christians believe in abortion, and. Uh, you know, maybe I shouldn't say many, but some do. And uh, so you, you don't—you don't know that that for a fact that the Christians could be swinging that because many of them fall prey to the propaganda schemes and and some of the mainstream political thought like abortion and gun control. There's a lot of people that think uh, background checks sh- should be done and waiting periods should be done. All right, well, let me a let lot, me lot let me throw out this statistic.
1: Reading. To hammer my point home a little further, listen carefully. They say that about an average of sixty-six point five percent of eligible voters usually vote in these elections. Okay, uh, whether mm-hmm. a, on a mid—not a midterm, but a but a general election. All right, so voter turnout in the United States—it's um, anyway anywhere from thirty to sixty-five percent, depending on you know what what you want to look at. And so you look at that, and you say, if it's 65%, that's of registered voters. They always do it by registered voters. Mm -hmm. So when you figure out registered voters versus non-registered, then you figure out uh, whatever percentage voted for a given, split it in half because you got the Republicans and the Democrats. You literally could have 26% of the registered voters vote for you, and in my rule book, you would win because if there's four candidates, the other guys didn't get 26%. Uh, but yet, you would really maybe have maybe 10% of the American people voting for you and you would win. The other way, they want to force 50%, but now you got to get everybody to go back to the polls. What percent in these runoffs of registered voters attend and what percent of that really is it of the vote? And now oh, you're yeah. diluting it even more, even though you're pretending they got 50% of the vote. It's a sham, is the whole point. Right. Hang tight. Liberty Roundtable live.
0: With news the networks refuse to use. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk
1: Show. Yeah, they say the midterm 2022 is poised to outpace, to shatter previous midterm. So midterms already has a way lower vote turnout. When you put that together uh, with all this, then you have these runoffs that are a month later and anything else. I'm telling you right now, you're having a fraction of society... In a second chance for a candidate deciding who wins. It is a sham, Sheriff. And I, I'll debate anybody on this reality. When you take whatever number of voters are in a given jurisdiction, and then you talk about registered voters, that's already uh, at the best 30, 40, 50% less. And then if you talk about how many really go to the polls, then you divide that up between two, three, four, five, whatever candidates. And then somebody wins, but yet they lose because we're going to do a runoff a month later. So now you got even less people voting. Uh, at some point, you have a tiny fraction in a double chance to win scenario, like an overtime. Hey, we're going to give you a second chance now in this election. Right. Uh, even uh, what's his face, a Walker said, "Hey, man, we got overtime coming. People, get ready and fund my campaign so that what ten percent of the voters can uh, make him lose." It's a sham, Sheriff, and I'll defy anybody on this
2: point. Well, you know, I think the whole thing's a sham when, like like you pointed out, that only 25% of the American people get involved in any election. As, you know, that, that part is true. 50% of the people get registered and 25% of them vote. So the whole thing is pretty much shammed right there. Uh, but uh, – the process of, of going into overtime uh, I don't think is, is corrupt on its face. It's just a rule that they said, hey, you know, no, no, 50% plus one have to happen. The one I'm telling you that I cannot understand is the one that Sarah Palin was involved in in Alaska. Uh, I thought she lost in the primary, but her she's still on the ballot, and there's four of them, and now they still got some convoluted thing. And it all seems to be helping Murkowski, who I absolutely cannot stand. And she's one of the most corrupt politicians in America. But it looks like this whole thing there was meant to get her in and to keep her in. And she's a Mitch McConnell uh, puppet. And so, of course, they're in this together. But I I do uh, do not trust what's going on. And uh, Randy Miller just sent me. Uh, a text that he had with uh, one of the board of supervisors in Arizona that's uh, very involved in making sure that the election is run properly but uh, we met with him we met with uh, Richer again Richer is uh, Stephen Richer is the Maricopa County recorder who is in charge of elections And, and that's another point that I did think we made strong enough Mark was pretty strong on it he said government's job is to protect our civil rights government's main official job outside of protecting our rights their number one job is to tabulate votes of the of the people to where it is honest and 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 integrous and that it's trustworthy that we the people can go and vote and say i know this is working well, who can say that now? Who who in America can say, oh, yeah, these these are really working? Uh, I want to tell that to Hannity. Hannity keeps saying that, uh, that he won't talk about voter fraud. But yesterday, he was all over voter fraud. Look what's happening in Arizona. They can't even – and he didn't really say voter fraud. It just says, how could anybody trust what's going on in Arizona? And so this is the first time he's really gotten involved in in that uh, because he shied away from it he's oh he didn't want to be you know he wa- he didn't want to be ridiculed as uh, a, a, an election denier you know and all so these I got a question yeah
1: so uh, do I get a write in a candidate like I did the first time when we have a voter runoff or do I only get two choices now
2: yeah um, A write-in candidacy has to be declared so that you actually – some ballots have that, uh, none of the above. Nevada does. None of the above. You can do that. I don't know if – but I I don't believe anywhere that they will recognize a write-in vote – if you have not declared a write-in so, candidacy for that person. And
1: especially not in a runoff. And so if there's a runoff and, they don't, and and we don't have it declared, we had it declared before, but in the runoff we don't have it declared. Right. What if right. that other candidate that's the write-in candidate that doesn't get an- another chance, what if they could have won?
6: Yeah,
2: good point.
1: Uh, they don't get a chance there, sir. They're just shut out. Why? Because they got less than the other guy, just like the other guy did that's in the runoff, right?
2: Yeah. Well, I can tell tell you. You're a more worthy loser
1: than the other guy, though, so you get a second chance. You got it?
2: Yeah. Well, there's a lot more irregularities in the voting process than that, or there's a lot more on top of what you're talking about. Because when I ran for Congress back about four or five years ago, uh, early voting totally destroyed my candidacy. Because I'm the last month person that's uh, down in the polls like I was, uh you don't get to you don't get to uh campaign anymore the last month I go to all these meetings and these le- that the Republican ladies uh, uh luncheon where all the candidates are speaking I don't know why they even held it because I went to this table and these ladies asked you know who are you and, and you know you know we see you're running for u.s Congress and they said why should we vote for you And I told them, I said, if you don't see that I'm the best candidate today after this meeting, after we all speak, if you do not believe I'm the best candidate, then I'll drop out of the race. And I went back to the table afterwards, and they said, you know what? You were right. You're the best candidate. But we've already all voted. They already voted. (laughs) Rip you, sir. Yeah. Yeah,
1: so, let's go ahead and, you know, hey, this is the most safe, stable elections we've ever had. It's better than 2020, Sheriff. Yeah,
2: there's no such thing.
1: All there's right, no a bunch thing. of states voted on some interesting things that I want to talk about. I want to talk about abortion for a second, Sheriff. Yeah. Literally, uh, we overturned Roe versus Wade, and I think it was a huge victory. But you know what? Anger over abortion rights now are fueling Democrats, uh, and they're claiming that's the reason they won big. Uh, now here's what I find fascinating about that point: Where are the Republicans to stand up for pro life? Are you seeing a lot of uh, yeah. Republicans yeah. doubling down on the pro life message, going, "Yeah, because of pro life, we rocked."
2: No, they did.
1: No, no, it's way. a resounding silence, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Shouldn't that be the most important key point for the election of all?
2: Well, when we had or what's Michael more Russo important on. than that? When we had Michael Peruca on two days ago, his was, and and I thought it was really touching when he brought that up, because you and I have said that before. The worst thing going yes. on in our country is that we think it's a constitutional right, as Barack Obama has said, a constitutional right to kill a baby in the womb. No, that 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 is so sick, and and and. So and so contrary and opposite of our Constitution, but yet that's how far gone we have gotten in this co- That's how debased we have gotten in this country that we call that a constitutional right to kill a baby. Oh, my gosh. I, yeah, I can't and, even uh,
1: In addition to that, states are doubling down to promote abortion, and states are supposed to be protecting life. But now Michigan has voted to add an amendment to its state constitution— by a margin of more than 10 points that will allow an abortion up to 24 weeks. That's reported by multiple news sources now. Now, uh, it also turns out that California (laughs) doubled down in defense of pro-death as well. I don't hear anybody speaking out against California on this and standing up for pro-life at all. It's just a big, big win. The people are doubling down for pro-death, and I'm telling you right now, it's one thing for the politicians to mandate it in courts. It's another thing when the people mandate it personally, Sheriff. The fact is, you're gonna you're gonna get absolutely the Lord is gonna gonna, uh, in my opinion, uh, meet out his um, punishment, revenge, punishment for our uh, yeah his punishment his revenge for this action. You literally have massive states now, blue states, saying, "You know what? We're the abortion promoters. Come to Michigan, come to California, come to wherever. We will murder your baby for you, and you'll use taxpayers' expense to get the poor woman there."
2: You know that is that is uh, uh, something else. Uh, I I can't believe we've gone that far down, and and I have said numerous times on your show and other places. If, if God doesn't strike down Washington, D.C., he owes Sodom and Gomorrah an apology.
1: Ain't tight the good sheriff with me, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Live. Wow, I'm telling you right now, it's crazy. Hang tight.
0: corruption informing citizens pursuing liberty you're listening to liberty news radio
7: usa radio
6: news with lance pride with roughly 100,000 votes not counted yet in Nevada 900,000 ballots in Arizona in need of tabulation republican steve richer the maricopa county recorder explains the delay of the midterm results
4: Once they go through signature verification, once they are deemed good signature, once they go through an audit queue, then they can be sent ahead to the board for
8: tabulation. This number is immense, but it does inhibit
4: us from having a higher percentage of returns available within the first 24, 48 hours. But it is important that we do signature verify all of those because it is how we confirm your identity.
6: Brittany Griner's lawyers are reporting the WNBA player has been moved to a penal colony in Russia after the appeal of her nine-year prison sentence for drug possession was rejected. The transfer took place November 4th, and her legal team doesn't have any information on her exact location or final destination. President Biden said he plans to discuss how the United States and China can avoid conflict when he meets with Chinese leader Xi Jinping during a trip to Bali, Indonesia next week. Currently, the United States and China have mutual political, economic, and security interests. Taiwan is where the two sides differ. A Northrop Grumman transport delivered just over four tons of supplies to the International Space Station on Wednesday, despite a jammed solar panel. The company said a piece of rocket debris became lodged in one of the solar panel's mechanisms during liftoff and prevented its release. Singer Dan McCafferty, founding member of the Scottish rock band Nazareth, passed away Tuesday at the age of 76. USA Radio News.
8: Paid for by GovMint.com. The 1878 to 1921 Morgan Silver Dollar, a true American classic and one of the most iconic silver dollar coins in history. It's been 100 years since the last Morgan Silver Dollar coin was struck for circulation. And now, for a limited time only, full pound bags of original U.S. government-struck Morgan dollars are being released to the public. That's right. You can own a full pound of 1878 to 1921 classic American Morgan Silver Dollar coins, all in very good collector condition with fully visible dates and mint marks Guaranteed. Call 1-800-473-1745 now to secure collector-grade U.S. Morgan silver dollars by the pound struck during the Wild West and the Gilded Age. Plus, receive a bonus American collector's pack valued at over $25, free with every order. Call 1-800-473-1745 now to secure your full pound bag of Morgan silver dollar coins before they are gone. 1-800-473-1745. That's 1-800-473-1745.
1: We stand in the pro-life camp like nobody's business, ladies and gentlemen. I think it's the most quintessential issue to be debated of our time. And I've said this over and over on the radio, and so is Sheriff Mack, ladies and gentlemen. But I'm going to give you a couple of things that are going to rock your world. Abortion took a serious advance in the 2022 midterms. The first major election of the post-Roe era yielded new protections for abortion rights as voters in three states approved measures to add constitutional protections guaranteeing access to abortions, to murder, ladies and gentlemen. California, Michigan, and Vermont, all three backed ballot measures that basically made it impossible for lawmakers to enact bans on murder. Kentucky is the fourth state And Kentucky rejects, quote, anti-abortion constitutional amendment. Okay? So they had an amendment there that said, hey, we're going to try to make it illegal to have abortions in our state. And the people shut it down. So Kentucky voters rejected the proposal that said a constitutional right to an abortion doesn't exist. Kansas did as well. Uh, They did it earlier, though, right? Yes. Or did that happen in the 22 thing? Yeah, it
2: happened in the primary.
1: Yeah, okay, so it happened a little bit earlier, but yes, they did the same thing. So, Sheriff, that's massive states having their citizens double down for murder. They have been propagandized and indoctrinated for literally since Mm -hmm. 1973 and before Roe versus Wade on this to the point where now the people are blatantly in your face choosing murder and evil. And when that happens, Mm -hmm. I'm telling you right now, God will take the gloves off. I don't speak for God, I'm just telling you his pattern. It's one thing yeah. when our leaders do something bad, he protects the people. When the people openly, blatantly choose wickedness, buddy, it's curtains. Get ready and prepare.
2: That's my warning. And that that came through my mind quite often during this. I said, these these stupid people, if if the votes are as they appear, and Sam There are a lot of stupid people. They are very ignorant. They're very selfish. Uh, These women that we're talking, uh, the most important thing in, in my voting this year is I'm concerned with the rights of my daughter to have an abortion. They're literally saying that. So I don't know where and how extensive election fraud has been, but I know there's a lot of people who have uh, done these horrible, evil things that you just mentioned, supporting abortion and believing it's their right, believing it's their body, which I pointed out Tuesday, that new body within you is not your body. It belongs to someone else. It belongs to God. It belongs to nature. It belongs to the Father who participated in the procreation process with you. And when you willingly do that and then believe, that you have a right to kill it and stop it that way uh, is, is the epitome of evil. And I was thinking, I I think it's coming close to this, Sam. If we're going to keep this restoration of decency and good, if we're going to keep that fight alive, the, the United States needs to become two two countries. And And, and I'm dead serious. It needs to be. That we can either secede or become our own country. The people who believe in freedom and life and individual liberty and the founding fathers and God, we've got to become a different country than the rest of these people who believe in all these evil things. It's just so insane, Sam. And I can't. I can't tolerate it anymore. I can't be around these people. I can't be in a government where people believe that that it's okay to take a knife or a syringe to a baby that's about to be born, and it's okay to suck out their brains with a syringe. Uh, it's now I can't I can't take that, Sam, and I don't want to be around those people. And to be honest, I don't even believe that that should be a legitimate debate. How do you debate somebody about that? That's okay. That there's somewhat times it's appropriate, you know, and I, and I understand in cases of rape or incest or even the life of the mother, those are choices that government doesn't need to get involved in. But even then there's a lot of Christians who believe that that there should be no abortion. And, And I believe that's a legitimate debate. However, These people believe that wholesale distribution and acceptance of of abortion is okay. That is such an illegitimate argument and debate. I can't be patient with that, and I won't be patient with it anymore. It's not a legitimate debate. Murder is not a legitimate debate.
1: Where does Arizona stand on murder, Sheriff?
2: Well— it, it appears in the polls that most Arizonans support abortion uh, if the polls are correct, and it doesn't appear that polls mean a dang thing anymore, especially after this. But to thing is, if if the state of Arizona went that way, Sam, where am I going to go? I mean, Utah government is an absolute mess. You would think Utah would be standing strong. Uh, to protect life but you've got such idiots in government there I don't trust them the government in Utah is totally corrupt Um, there's sheriffs there that won't take a stand to protect the unborn Um, and and just go along to get along Uh, and I'm I'm telling you I want to live I don't want to live in that country and uh, I I, I will not Patient or um, respectful in my debate with people about that. You wanting to commit murder uh, and you want to talk about that being a legitimate debate? No, get no, get out of my face. You want to hear liar. a cool?
1: You want to hear a cool note for you that you're going to like, Sheriff? Sure. All right, here it is. Arizona is the most pro-life state in the United States, while Washington State is the most pro-death or pro-choice, they say, that's according to a report released by Americans United for Life. The pro-life group earlier this year, or earlier this month, released its 14th annual edition of Defending Life, and they defend abortion, or they defend pro-life uh, and the state of abortion laws in all 50 states. And according to their research, uh, they listed Arizona the most pro-life in the, in the whole United States. Wow. Because they have several restrictions on the practice. Uh, let's see.
2: Where did you like
1: Among restrictions on uh, uh, the uh, partial birth abortions, on ultrasound requirements, and they have strict licensing requirements for clinics are the reasons why. Furthermore, Arizona has not specifically identified abortion as a right. Uh, Therefore, now they're saying that they may outlaw abortion in the state. Now, that might have changed after the overturn, uh, but they say Arkansas was the second most pro-life state, followed by Louisiana, Oklahoma, Kansas, and South Dakota. Now, Kansas is melting down, Mississippi, Georgia, Michigan, and the number 10th, Nebraska. Now, on the opposite end is Washington State that literally promotes suicide and abortion and everything else. Washington does not protect women from the negative consequences of abortion at all uh, or protect unborn children from, quote, criminal violence. Um, Let's see here. California was the second most pro-choice state, followed by Vermont, New Jersey, Hawaii, Oregon, Nevada, New York, Connecticut, and Massachusetts. Uh, So there's the top ten on either end of the scale, if you will. Very, very concerning, uh, but good news for Arizona. Um, it's a little bit strange what's happened since, though, because this is pro—I'm sorry—before uh, the Roe versus Wade decision. Uh, but there you have it. Now you say where's Utah? I'm not sure yet. I'm trying to figure that out. They don't have Utah in the yeah. list
2: or in their thing it here. Looks like they're somewhere in the middle, and that's exactly what Utah's doing. They're they're straddling the fence on everything now. So, no. Yeah,
1: so I don't know where to, to go with that, but I will say this. Your point on talking about, you know, we almost need to be a different country. We almost need the ability to secede or whatever. You know, I don't know how yeah. this is going to go down, but I do know this. In this last election, no matter what we say, the red's gone redder and the blue's gone bluer. That's for sure. And the chasm between the two camps is growing ever wider on almost every issue under the sun. Abortion, gun rights election integrity uh, we could go on and on but the division is just getting so wide we're so far apart i don't think that we can ever talk our way through this anymore sheriff i wish we could but i'm not so sure we can
2: i'm not so sure we can either but especially when the reds are turning purple
1: amen to that hang tight ladies and gentlemen sheriff back and sam bushman on liberty roundtable live Very fascinating. I researched studies on pro-life versus pro-death states, and there's not a whole lot out recently. It's all, you know, before the raid overturn. Uh, So it's really hard to get a handle on it. Republicans aren't making a big deal of this. They're running away from it like you couldn't believe. One report shows Utah 17 uh, right in the middle, uh, as Richard Mack kind of wisely pointed out. Uh, And and this is tragic, uh, Sheriff, but here's what's happening. The debate now isn't how many abortion clinics we can have to use uh, the equivalent of a coat hanger to murder your baby. Uh, or the like, in other words, ripping the baby limb by limb and pulling it out of the mother. Uh, Now they're moving towards chemical abortions where they can literally ship a very discreet package to your door so you can murder your baby in the comfort of your own home, Sheriff. And because of the American laws, what they want to do is they want to say, because it's approved in some states, you can't stop it in other states. Uh, What's that? Reciprocity kind of an idea? So we're going to have a pro-death by reciprocity via a discreet envelope to your door to murder via drugs, chemical abortions. There, if we can't just yank it out with a coat hanger, we'll burn it out with drugs, sir. That's where we're at now.
2: Yeah, it is, and uh, you know that's high tech abortion or high tech murder for you. Um, and and yet these same people that don't believe in capital punishment, they're the same ones that believe it's okay to to uh, kill a baby, an innocent baby. And that none of us have to worry about protecting life at its most defenseless stage uh, and its most tender uh, stage. Uh, and looking at a baby, holding a baby right when it was born, uh, I delivered Mandy and Lucy in the hospital because the doctor knew who I was. And he says, you you better get the practice here. So he, he literally, I sat down and delivered Lucy and Mandy. And for anybody to hold a baby at that point and say, a week ago or a day ago, it was okay to murder that baby. I I, I cannot. I cannot live with that, fathom it, have it sink into my psyche in any way, shape, manner, or form, Sam. And that's why I say these people are so evil and so demented. But also, some people are just simply brainwashed with the uh, pro-choice propaganda. I understand people getting brainwashed, especially if it comes from your own parents. I get that. I understand that. But just like Mark Fincham said, we have got to do our own due diligence here. And and the, the fact remains is that baby uh, is a child in the womb learning – or yearning for life they want the right to live they want the right to breathe and who is supposed to protect that right and that's all of us especially government but that's all of us and i I can't i can't get into it sam i really can't it's it's so amazingly heinous and evil and amen
1: to that there's no question you're right but i'll tell you what the gut Institute, which is very pro- death organization, now documents that chemical abortions are now the majority of U.S. abortions. In other words, ladies and gentlemen, access to chemical abortion will be the new battleground. Here's the problem. Who will carry the pro-life ball on this, Sheriff? I don't think there's a, a hardly a Republican or two that will make a big deal out of it. Ron Paul will stand up. Mike Lee will stand up. There's a few, but for the most part, it's lost from the discussion from our side. Uh, We overturned Roe, uh, so now, hey, we say we got this done, let the states decide. But states aren't really acting. The pro-death folks are on the march, and the pro-life folks are simply uh, M-I-A,
2: sir. Yeah, they are, and uh, that's that's why some of this is, like I said, the color purple, the reds are, are turning purple and running and hiding from this issue. And uh, so, uh, yeah, those of us who are going to fight this, I don't, I, I don't see a lot of political support for it as long as the majority that's going to reelect these uh, Republicans and Democrats, as long as they support it and it's going to get them reelected, they're going to, Turn a blind eye, or they're going to absolutely be supporting uh, abortion and uh, murder. And there is no such thing as abortion rights. There's not a right to murder. There's not a right to kill something that's alive like that. And for what reason? There's no legitimate reason for an abortion, unless, like I say, if if you didn't have a choice in the matter, and if this was forced upon you, and it was done by a rapist uh a, a, another thug uh i i believe sam my in my heart of hearts that it's not the baby's fault but i still don't believe that an 11 year old should be forced by government to have a baby that was forced upon her in a crime like that where she had no say in the matter that she was victimized and then we victimized her again uh with that but i say i say that's up to the families and the doctors and and the 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 bishop or the priest the the cardinal, that's up to them. But uh, and and I understand that there's a legitimate argument there. I understand that. But where there isn't one is 99% of the other abortions. It's very very seldom that we're talking about rape victims getting pregnant, uh, and, and especially children. But that's where that's where I think there's a legitimate argument here. And a legitimate discussion, but this other stuff deserves no other discussion. That there's not a right to do this, and at all, there's just not a right to do it. But amen hey, you to know that what reality there, but, check. Can we segue yes, to something else real quick?
1: Yeah, go. And then I got voter or uh, a real ID coming up. Okay.
2: the The prediction was that if the Republicans won the stock market was going to go skyrocketing high well that's exactly what's happening right now the stock markets everything is up the price of gas the price of gold the price of silver every stock market a thousand points for the dow a thousand uh s&p's up four percent nasdaq's up four percent this is the stock market out why would it be with with all the still the uncertainty with the election, who's going to be in charge? Who's going to be in charge of Congress is still not decided. And usually the the markets uh, don't like uncertainty, and the uncertainty is still obviously there, big time. But it's all going up. How does that how does that increase gold and silver and the stock market all in one day? And and I'm telling you, Sam, I'm not buying this. I'm not buying anything that's going on with this. Gold's up $39 today, uh, and it's, it's just astonishing. I, I, don't, I don't buy it. Uh, and the, the manipulators and the deep state uh, just are, I believe, having fun at the expense of good, honest American people and, and the good people around the world. Uh, and, and, again, another point on the election— The squad, I I guess, what is that, the four ladies uh, and maybe a couple of others that are the socialists and communists uh, that are in our Congress, AOC and the other ladies and the the Muslim lady. uh, And I don't care what religion she is, but I do care that she's anti-American and and, uh, anti-Semitic. But they won, all of them won handily, all of them. And, 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 and I don't, I, I'm i going to tell you right now, I don't believe that either.
1: All right. So are you believing that the Republicans really won this thing and we're just not getting the information?
2: Uh, you know, I don't know because, you know, there's so many of the Republicans that you can't tell the difference between them and the Democrats. So uh, yeah, but I I, I I do believe that they. Uh, the, the bottom line is kind of what we discussed last hour. The bottom line is the people in charge wanted to slap Donald Trump. And 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 I believe this will be. And and if all these people live, lose in Arizona, if Mark Fincham and Adam or Abe Hamada and Kerry Lake lose in Arizona, all three were endorsed by Trump. I believe that that's just going to be the last slap at Trump. I believe that that's what this was about. I believe that the the uh, that the deep state and, and the corruption of the of the left and the corruption of Washington D.C. Wants Trump out of the way. There's no question about that. Look what they've done to try to get him out of the way. And, and so do I believe Trump's part of the deep state? No, I don't. Do I believe he's right on every issue? Obviously not. But I believe that this effort to get rid of Donald Trump is at the core of this election.
1: Amen to that, but I
2: don't hear Donald Trump
1: talking much about election fraud either. He's kind of gone silent as far as I can tell. Uh, sure, he's saying, hey, this is bogus and he's taking credit for wins here and there. Uh, and everybody now saying, hey, you got to maybe change your message for 2024. He keeps teasing some incredible announcement, whatever it is, nobody knows i don't really see it going well as long as we let the media control this narrative for so long or as long as we do you know what we're going to lose it by the court of public opinion it's just kind of like how uh, the people are now doubling down for abortion because they've been indoctrinated so long right. if we remain silent hey right. they're going to just say look now donald's just sour grapes he's already lost in my opinion the the uh, leadership role in this by his silence he should be on every talk show in the country including liberty roundtable live how many people um, double down in defense of the, the, the honesty in elections more than us. Nobody. No. I, and but, and but, to be honest, but Sam, they spend their
2: time with the enemy, right? Yeah. I, I don't think Trump can win. I don't think Trump can win this time. And and if he if he keeps doing this stuff of attacking DeSantis and other Republicans and, and he spends more time fighting and trying to degrade other Republicans, uh, very legitimate and qualified Republican candidates instead of saying you know what the DeSantis is a pretty good man and and this other candidate pretty good pretty good pretty good lady smart intelligent and I hope to be working with them whether I win or lose I hope to be working with them uh, to make America better and if he can't understand to do that uh, then he's going to deserve to lose and he will lose and and so I will here's abandon that. here's the ultimate question real quick
1: who else do we put up, though? I don't think we have a good guy to even run for president.
2: Well, if if DeSantis runs this time, which I question whether or not he's actually going to, I don't think he run, will. I don't think he will either. But the next time, absolutely. Uh, but you know, you have to, you have to, you have to make that decision. But DeSantis is young; he's got a young family. Uh, he he can make uh, Florida even better than it is, uh, but uh, that means Trump doing that. He thinks that DeSantis is running this time, and there's a lot of people that want him to. Uh, Mike Lee w- would be a, a, a good candidate. So would Ron, Rand Paul. He's tried numerous times, but so I don't think he's going to try again. Ted Cruz is going to try again. That's what he lives for. But I don't know. You might be right. I don't
1: trust Ted Cruz anymore either. Amen to that. All right, ladies and gentlemen. And Rubio might run, but I don't trust Rubio either. Um, last point: no. I told you that. I told you about real ID. Real ID is going to be forced down our throats. I'll cover it more in detail probably tomorrow. But I'm telling you, real ID is here, and it's here to stay. We've fought it for 20 plus years. We have now lost that battle as well, Sheriff. Hey, thanks, Sam. Thank you, sir. Talk to you soon. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Two hours in the can. Hard-hitting talk. I don't mean to be so negative, but I'm telling you right now, uh, you know what? We better stand up for the truth or we will lose the narrative and the victors will write the history. God save the
2: republic, ladies and gentlemen.